Do you know what the realm is? It's the thousand blades of Aegon's enemies. A story we agree to tell each other over and over till we forget that it's a lie. But what do we have left once we abandon the lie? Chaos. A gaping pit waiting to swallow us all. Chaos isn't a pit. Chaos is a ladder. Many who try to climb it fail and never get to try again. The fall breaks them. Some are given a chance to climb, but they refuse. They cling to the realm, or the gods, or love. Illusions. Only the ladder is real. The climb is all there is. In the name of George of the House R.R. R. Martin, first of his name, king of the novels and the first authors, lord of the seven kingdoms and protector of the realm, I, Matthew of the House Hurt, lord of obsessiveviewer.com and warden of the Obsessive Viewer podcast, Nerd. sentence you to listen to this very special Game of Thrones episode of the Obsessive Viewer podcast. Nerd. <laughs> and, and I'm Tiny. Hi, Tiny. Hi. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to a special episode of the Obsessive Viewer podcast. Yes. We both recently watched the uh, season three of Game of Thrones. Yes. And were blown the hell away by it. Oh, yes. The uh, the Red Wedding, guys. Yep. The Red Wedding. The voice that you heard before my beautiful rendition of the whatever that is um, <laughs> <laughs> was uh, Littlefinger, played by Aiden, uh, Aiden Gillen. Aiden Gillen. Yeah. Um Basically, that clip from the episode, The Climb, is just him basically outlining the entire series. Right. Um, so I thought it would be apt to put that at the head of this podcast. And just as an aside, if you're just listening to this podcast right now, obviously, um, <laughs> I want to warn you, first of all, that if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, turn this off right now. And check it out, and then come back and listen to this, because we're going to be spoiling the hell out of it. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, so be warned. (laughs) Yes, and the spoilers are going to start, like, right now, so... Right. You know. But we haven't... Neither of us have read all the way through the books yet. Right, so so... we'll just be spoiling the TV show. Right. Yeah. Right. And I haven't read book three yet, and Tiny has, but I I hope that he uses his discretion in his discussions. If not, well, then he will pl- he will pay the iron price. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, we're gonna nerd it up so much. We are. We're going to. Yeah. <laughs> Already on our way. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, um, spoilers out of the spoiler alert out of the way. I'll give you a minute to turn it off. <laughs> Do it, but don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now that those guys are gone, <laughs> God, what's the deal with them not watching Game of Thrones? I know. Really. Yeah. Losers. Yeah. So, I watched. The season three finale uh, last weekend at the time of this recording. And wow, just the season three finale was just amazing. Um, it blew me away too. Not even so much the finale, just the, the penultimate episode, the Red Wedding episode, the Reigns yeah. of Castamere was just mind-blowing. But we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, 
when I when I saw that episode or like when I when I read the book, mm-hmm. I figured that the red wedding was going to be like the last scene of the season. Right, it, it had like, that kind of impact. Right, that's what I was thinking as I was reading it. I was like, this is a perfect ending to the season. This is what they're going to do, no doubt. But it wasn't right. actually. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, but that the the thing about the series is that it's so unpredictable that I mean, you know, it's not surprising that they didn't make that the the finale. Right. Um, First of all, just we're flying by the seat of our pants here, guys. Um, bear with us. Uh, how about this? Uh, Tiny, what got you into Game of Thrones? What What was the driving force to get you to pick up the books or, or check out the series? Um, really, it was just just word of mouth. I mean, I knew a lot. Of, I had a lot of friends who were into it that right. liked it. And um, I had never really thrown myself into a fantasy series as far as books goes, like I had watched the Lord of the Rings and stuff, but sure. I had never really read any books and I was like, well, it seems like a good place to start. So yeah. that's why I picked up the books and started watching the show. That's cool. Yeah, how that's about you? Cool. It's kind of, I'm not sure exactly. Well, I, I just finished uh, reading the dark tower, which I mean, that's technically a fantasy series. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's an amalgam of different things, but that's for another episode. Basically yeah. Stephen King's dark tower series came to an end for me. I thought, you know what, I'll just pick up a pick up a new a new book series and and I settled on Game of Thrones since it was just figure or a song of ice and fire for you purists out there. <laughs> um and just I, I picked it up and I started reading the first book and then I figured I'd go book series book series and just go chronologically like that. Mm-hmm. But then I got a little uh a little uh, a little antsy so I stopped reading it about the third of the way through book 2. Um, and just just went ahead and watched the series, and now I'm kind of wishing that I would have read the books. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'll get I'll get to them before season four for sure. Right. Um, but I just wanted it, there was a void in my reading habits and my viewing habits. I didn't have like a big. I like it when a series or series of books or show um, can build a world, and that's that's what they've done. The Seven Kingdoms and and just the realm is just it's it's so densely populated with with. Uh, world like towns and cities and just just the different characters the way they interact with each other detail. is just yeah it, it's a very very amazing uh attention to detail there that's mm, just i agree yeah it's it's amazing yeah um, it's that's one of the best things about fantasy mm-hmm. is that they can they can do that it's same thing with other fantasy series so yeah i agree yeah yeah and i had heard like i'm i'm a fan of um lord of the rings i well <laughs> I will say that I'm a fan of the movies because I haven't read the books, so Same don't here. hate me for that. <laughs> um, but and it was funny because I, I'd read people saying that, oh yeah, George R. R. Martin, he's he's like the he's the American Tolkien, hmm. and I was thinking like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll get into that. And if you've seen the Red Wedding, um, <laughs> I don't think Tolkien really ever did anything like that. Not but, that I know of. Yeah, and I don't oh. think there's any incest in Lord of the Rings. Not that I know of. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's, I guess that's that's a good indicator of American versions of anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The abundance of violence and sex. and Yeah, he's a little edgier, to say the least. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the, just, oh, one of the things, ahead. I was going to say, one of the things I love about the show is that I think... In a lot of ways, it's actually better than the books. Um, yeah, especially when it comes to dialogue. 
Mm-hmm. I think the the writers of the show have a better flair for dialogue than George R. R. Martin does. Really? I think so. In my opinion, yeah. Um, like like for example, in this the most recent season, I don't remember the episode, but it's it, it was the scene where Tyrion Lannister yes. finally like confronts his father. Oh yes. About his whole attitude towards him, mm-hmm. and just kind of has like the talk with him about. Yeah. How he views him, not the sex talk. I, <laughs> I am a child, but that's Poor all I words. I, that, that just puts a mental image in my head that's just so weird. <laughs> but he, you know, they had to talk about how they felt about each other, and mm-hmm. it was really hard to watch. Like when I was reading the book, I was like, "Oh man, this is messed up. This is really right. hard, hardcore." This, what he's saying to his son right now, mm-hmm. but. At least he's being honest. <laughs> yeah. No, but Can't I... Can't fault him for that. In in the show, it just... I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm more of a visual person, but... Right. But seeing it on the screen and seeing them react to each other, both great actors. Yeah, the acting is just, so, just phenomenal. Seeing them work, work with each other and react off of each other really made it so much more intense for me. Yes, and those so. scenes between between the two of them are just uh, just far and away some of the best scenes I've seen, not only in the show, but in any show in recent memory. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just so... There's so much there, and there's so much subtext to what they're saying and, and their their reactions. It's just it's just very well-done well performances by both of them. And yeah. um, I know that... Um, I can't remember the actor's name. Tyrion. Wow. Why can't I think of his Peter name? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I know he gets a lot of um, acclaim and everything, but... I mean, the show just has a ton of great actors. Right. Um, I think is is the guy that is the kid that plays Joffrey. Is that Jack Gleason? Jack Gleason. Yeah, yeah. he's he's amazing. He and really is. Having not read the books or anything, I'm very curious what his character arc is going to be for the at the whole season. Because I mean, I think everyone can agree that no one can really predict what's going to happen in yeah. this series. It's one of the strengths of the show, in my opinion. Oh, yes. One of the strengths and one of the most infuriatingly tragic and heartbreaking things about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, and speaking of the characters, um, in my opinion, I think I think the best characters are arguably in the the books, but especially the show, are actually the female characters. Does Peter um, Dinklage dress up like a woman or something? Because he's a great character. Wow, agree to disagree then. Because <laughs> um, in my opinion, the, I think my, my favorite character in the book, but even more so in the show, is Arya Stark. She's amazing. She's so freaking cool. I She's just, it's weird to say because she's like 10 years old. Right. But she's, I don't know, she's just my favorite character. I love her attitude and... Just everything about her, she's awesome. Oh, she's amazing! In the in the finale, when when she stabbed that guy, yeah. oh, that was such a great scene. And when she told uh, the Hound, when she was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna stab you through the eye," and <laughs> I was just like, just the way that she said it. There's so much hatred there, and so much like so much like um, truth. I mean, she was being honest. She wasn't trying to intimidate him. She was just being like, "Hey, dude, you're gonna get a sword through your eye." <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the nonchalance with with how she delivered it yes, was scary and stone coldness. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and there and we'll we'll get to the red wedding later. Yeah. But I just want to say that it's so heartbreaking to see her right there when it's happening, mm. just right outside. And after she's been separated from her family for for three seasons. Yeah, and it's just just and it's it's echoes back to when she uh, saw Ned get beheaded right or be netted as i like to say <laughs> um, it, uh, it it's just it's just heartbreaking i mean that poor poor character yeah absolutely um 
but uh, I think some of the other the other characters as well. Again, back to the the female characters. Like I think the way Lena Lena Headey plays Cersei, Cersei. Queen Cersei is yes. she's far more ominous. Queen, and, Queen Regent. Yeah, yes. she's far more ominous and menacing on the show than she is in the book. Yeah, because on the show, she, or I'm sorry, in the book, she's she's horrible, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. But just seeing seeing her personified mm-hmm. by Lena Headey, who's again a great actress. Yeah, um, it's she she just really knocks it out of the park. Oh makes, yeah, makes makes her even more devious. I agree. Like that scene in season one where she's um, talking to Ned and in, in the in in the uh, the religious force or whatever. I'm yeah. we're gonna make a lot of people mad with our. <laughs> Uh, on the fly talking about this, but when she's talking to Ned and she says in the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. When she said it in the book, I kind of read it in a tone that was more like, more like, uh, I don't know, kind of, kind of like a, kind of like a, just a phrasing of it. It didn't have the like weight behind it. Like a warning. Sort yeah, of. yeah. Yeah. But in the, in the show, it was just, it was just a great, like a great, like formidable. It, it was her being formidable for him, yeah. I guess, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I watched season one, but it was it was just a really powerful scene, and she's a great actress that mm-hmm. deserves more than what was it? What was uh, Dread? <laughs> she was in Dread. Right? Yeah, she was the, yeah. the villain in Dread. Yeah. What was a movie she was in just like recently? Huh? Uh, I think the only one I saw was Dread. Really, I don't know. Yeah, I think she was in something, but I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't know. But um, and then another one of the the female characters I wanted to mention was mm-hmm. I think I think my my favorite character is Arya, and then. Second favorite is Tyrion, just because he's like the he's lynch- Tyrion. He's the linchpin <laughs> yeah. of so much of so much conflict, right? Um, but then my my third favorite character is probably Daenerys Targaryen. Oh yes, or uh, Daenerys Stormborn, as she calls herself. Yes. Um, but again, talk, I mean, talk about a badass. She's mm-hmm. man, she, especially this season. Like, oh yeah, totally embracing her role not only as like a queen, but as like a commander in chief of a yes. military. Like oh man, oh, yes. especially the part where she she um she sent her her best dragon after that the guy the, the, that was so great after the, the the like leader or whatever of right. the, uh, the guy who trained all this the slave yeah the slave army the unsullied the unsullied yeah. yeah and she just has she, the guy thinks that he's getting his own dragon but really she <laughs> just says Dracarys and he just sets him on fire that was such a great scene so cool and I love that she has this whole. This whole she's on like this noble quest first of all to to kind of free all these slaves like she's very strictly anti slavery yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and it's just it's just really really cool and I mean it's not the it's not the arc that I expected of her I don't know what I expected of her but I thought she would be more like a like in the book in the first book she's kind of presented as like oh she's she's gonna eventually rise to just take down all these people she's gonna be like a, a foe for our protagonists or so, and such. Uh-huh. But I mean, as as the series grow, goes on, we see that the not a lot of people are that noble, and the people that are noble get stabbed and <laughs> their <laughs> throats slit. Yeah, but, um, oh, man. Ah, uh, but it, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but it's and it's just a cool arc to see her kind of flourish in, into what I'm hoping that she'll become. And I love her. I love her. I love her. But. <laughs> <laughs> I love her interaction or her dynamic or whatever with uh, uh, Jorah Mormont. Yeah, uh, I think those two characters play off each other incredibly well, and he's he's a great like servant with this deep seated like longing for her, absolutely. If you, if you will. It's, that's played out a little better in the book. It is than yeah. the show. Yeah, at least in the one book that I've read. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, about uh, female characters in it, uh, Sansa Stark. Mm-hmm. I like when reading the first book. I thought that she was a great character that brought about like this uh, this counterbalance to the story. It's like this very very violent and and crazy story. And then here she is. She's this idyllic idyllic little um, like princess. She's right. a princess. Yeah. And she's got like these these pre- preconceived notions about romance and, and royalty and how things should be and everything. And like she gets she <laughs> she watches as her betrothed betrothed orders the beheading of her father. And then she watches. She's guided to show his head on a on a on a on a pike. Yeah. And, uh, she's had a rough go. She has <laughs> had a rough go of it. And now she's married to Tyrion, which I thought was I never never would have yeah. thought that they would do that or Me they either. would. Go that route. It's an interesting, <laughs> interesting way that they've made her grow as a character, and I'm I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with her. Right. She she was kind of a a stereotypical character to start mm-hmm. out with, but the way that she's evolved has been really good. She's she's grown up a ton. Yeah. She's the, uh, it, just emotionally and mentally in the last couple last couple seasons. Right. And it's, uh, like you said, I mean, she did start out as like an archetypical kind of character that mm-hmm. is just a, like this spoiled princess that expects, expects things of her and, and all that. And it's just fascinating to see her just realize that it's, the world doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, her fairy tale got crushed. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was just, I really like those, those characters, female characters in the show are very strong. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, um, Catelyn Stark is is pretty good too. Right, she She's, was. She was, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, and, and I mean, she was kind of downplayed uh, for a while there, but yeah, I thought I liked her interactions with Rob, um, mm-hmm, totally King of the North. But yeah, and that's and I said earlier that I think a lot of the ways the show is better than the books, but mm-hmm. actually, when it comes to the relationship between Rob and Catelyn, I actually like it the way it's in the the way it's depicted in the books a little bit better. Really, she's much more um, like a a counselor to him and she gives him advice and there's a little bit more conflict between them where she tries to, in the book, she kind of tries to overrule him a little bit like during meetings. Okay. Like not really, but there's a few times where he wants to, if she wasn't his mother, she would have been disciplined pretty hardcore. Mm -hmm. But you know, because they have a great relationship, it was, it was different. Right. I liked it in the book a little bit better, but Mm -hmm. in the show, I mean, it was still great. I can't, I'm not knocking the show at all for, for right. So, um, right. But we don't get to see them anymore. No, we um, don't. <laughs> but yeah, moving, moving on to, uh, to some of the other characters, uh, Theon Greyjoy last season in season two was one of my favorite, favorite, uh, characters of the season. I just love that he was kind of that scene where he, he beheads, uh, what's his name? One of his, the, the, was it oh, Maester, the, uh, the maester. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, right. When it's and it's because up until then we'd really only seen like any time people were executed it was just a clean swipe but he like had to whack at it and it was right. just really hard to watch and yeah. ah it was it was it was incredible right uh, but I just love his arc and I'm very curious to see what happen what will happen later because I mean he had a rough go of it in season three <laughs> yeah a lot of people did <laughs> yeah they did um, yeah and, and speaking of Theon I I wanted to make the point that. In it, when I was reading the books, I just hated him. I hated him, and just because mm-hmm. of what he did, and yeah, and and in the in the show, with what he had to put up with during this season, I actually felt sorry for the guy. Yeah, because I mean, he's sitting there being 
just ruthlessly tortured. And I mean, oh, yeah. just in awful ways, especially when that guy, you know, sets him free, but really yes. was just, man, that was the, like the that worst was, thing. I, I can't imagine. I mean, ah, that was, that was just brutal. I mean, that was, that was, that was, uh, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the same thing for Jamie Lannister when he, oh, yes. when he loses his sword hand, uh, and they're kind of, they kind of taunt him and, treat him like garbage yeah. and everything. I, I literally felt sorry for the guy. And he's, right. he's a guy who just threw a kid out of a window, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. first season. So first episode, first episode. Yeah. But, and he's, he's one of those characters. I mean, he, granted he could probably have been knocked down a pig or two, but yeah. not like that. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, they took his essence of who he was. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's like, that's like a singer losing their voice. Right. You know, um, or a football player losing their football. But, um, yeah, Yeah, I'm not very into sports, but anyway, (laughs) um, and the scene where he loses his hand is just, it's a good indicator of the show because it's just, it just happens. There's, there's no like real, I mean, there's a little bit of buildup because the last scene of the episode, but it's also one of those things where it's just like, oh, Hey, yeah, you're going to lose your hand. Oh, no, sucks for you. (laughs) Um, and I really liked the scenes between him and what is her name? Oh, uh, Brienne? Brienne, yeah. Brienne of Tarth? Brienne of Tarth. Uh, I loved their scenes together in the season. It was just really cool because she's like duty bound and uh, and bound by her honor to Catelyn and uh, her word and all that. And they they just kind of grew into this dynamic between the two of them that just, they really played off each other. And that scene where they're like bathing um, was just really great where he tells a story about... um, killing the mad king right it's just it's that was an that was an incredible scene yeah it was very very telling mm-hmm. of like great character development between yes. both of them not just oh, yeah. one or the other yeah absolutely really good stuff oh yeah yeah it was uh yeah so we're, we're loving the show <laughs> yeah absolutely um do you want to talk about the red wedding a little bit now yeah i think yeah. that's that's the the scene that kind of inspired Oof. us to do this special episode it because, did we yeah i i watched it and we exchanged some texts and some tweets and <laughs> i mean some tears some tears <laughs> tears were shed yeah it was just ah uh, so hard to watch and i you know i made or matt said earlier we both said earlier that matt hadn't read the book but i had and so i knew it was coming Dude, but, you were reading that scene while we were at work together. <laughs> was I? Yeah, and like you were kind of. I was like, "How's it going?" or whatever, and you're like, "Something, something just happened. <laughs> something big just happened." <laughs> I was like, yeah. "All right." <laughs> I was like, "I need you to read this right now. Yeah. Talk about it." <laughs> he was freaking out. So, um, but you know, I, I knew it was coming. But it's. I think I. I told this to Matt. It's one thing to read about a eight month pregnant woman being stabbed in the stomach it's another right. thing to see it yeah it was it oh. was pretty brutal yeah pretty brutal to say um, the least yeah i i just want to share some texts first of all <laughs> my uh my first text to text to tiny after seeing it was worst wedding ever <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just that it, it was it wasn't too much trying to be funny. It was just me. I didn't have any other words. I, <laughs> I was like, "That's that's it. I I've got nothing." Yep. Um, and it was just it was funny because, like, I I watched it like on a delay, and people have been saying like, "Oh, the red wedding, the red wedding, the red wedding," and I'm like, "All right, what the hell's the red wedding?" <laughs> and I thought it was funny because as I'm going through the season, I'm like, 
there's like four weddings that are about to go on in the set in the season. <laughs> yep. It's like it's the royal wedding, it's Tyrion and Sansa, it's yeah. it's the the um and then yeah. of course, you know, the Edmer uh Tully wedding, which is the red <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Um and it was just like it was just like I don't know, and, and like I almost wanted to ask Tiny how it was depicted in the book, but I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. And uh, check it out. And I'm so thankful that I didn't get spoiled. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky, um, really. Yeah, it was like I knew I had to do it fast, but mm-hmm. yeah. And uh and I also I also had to had to send out a tweet that just said uh still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh most of them are. Right. <laughs> but uh one thing I loved about the way that that was filmed was that it was so it was so bare bones because it was just mm-hmm. like there wasn't any music, yes. And they didn't they didn't like riddle it with like quick cuts like Michael Bay cuts, right? And they didn't they just didn't overproduce it or overdo it. It was just a straightforward, just these heinous, awful crimes, murders. Right. It was just so hard to watch. Yep. Oh man. And I it was just, uh, it was funny because, well, it was I don't know. Funny is the right word. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> It was just it was just brutal in the in the after when um Catelyn has uh Walder's uh, wife. wife by the throat and after she slits her throat, there's like this long, like I would say maybe five to seven second shot, if not longer, maybe ten second shot, where it's just her and just her expression yeah. is just you can see how broken she is and how just how much she's in pain. Yeah. Is just painted all over her face. And then she gets her throat slit. Yeah. <laughs> her face was just like a a bottomless chasm, just nothing there. She just completely completely ruined as a person. Yes, that is the perfect yeah. way to describe she, it. She wouldn't she wouldn't have been able to live even if they had let her live. She would have right. never I mean Oh yeah, that yeah. she was done. She yeah. was she was done. She'd lost too much and So really they did her a favor. Right, yeah, they did. They did. They did her a solid. <laughs> they're not they're not so bad, really. <laughs> yeah, they're not so bad. Um and uh I also sent a text to tiny after that like uh, after it happened i was just like i need to watch something really happy now like requiem for a dream or the saw franchise <laughs> because oh, uh, yeah but what i did end up watching after it was um i started i started my rewatch at breaking bad which i mentioned in the last episode and i like i'm watching it and i'm like oh yeah i love breaking bad it's getting my mind off of the red wedding and then every single episode there's like a producer or something that's on breaking bad who then their name is rob wilson king <laughs> and rob is spelled with two b's oh. so i have a visual reminder of the <laughs> scene that just devastated me it's like they knew it is like they knew uh, man that's yeah it was such a rough scene but yeah. so so well done that's that was an example of the show doing it better than the book, in my opinion. Really? Um, yeah. Not the, the book just didn't. I don't know. I think it's just again, it's just because I'm more of a visual person that the just seeing it on the screen was so much different than reading it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess my mind's eye isn't as good as my real my real eyes. Right. So. Well, you know, it's all up to interpretation, I guess. It's but, true. Um, and you made the you made the remark on Twitter um, when you when you had watched it. Uh, a couple of weeks before I got around to it, that uh, Walter Frey is like an elderly Joffrey Baratheon. <laughs> yeah, he's a senior citizen version of Joffrey, he is. Joffrey Baratheon. He's like a he's like a Joffrey in an adult diaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. And that's that's spot on. I mean, when he 
like when Catelyn has his wife by the throat and then he's like, I'll find another one. And he says it with like this, just this ting of this tinge ting of, um, <laughs> of just, of just like, Hey, I've got you. You're, you are gone. You have, you have no way of talking your way out of this. Yeah. And I'm just enjoying seeing you suffer like this. Ugh. It's just, ah, so harsh. But dude can totally knows how to throw a party. <laughs> uh, I mean, up until that, everyone was having a good time. <laughs> and people are probably going to remember that. One. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Say what you will. I mean, they're going to do that. And you know, I get a lot of crap for like in the first episode of the podcast, I mentioned that I watched Dawson's Creek and I've gotten some crap about that, but yeah. I would like to go on the record and say that this is why I watched Dawson's Creek <laughs> because no one's going to get their throat slit and Cape side. Oh. No one's dire wolves are going to get shot and no one's dead bodies are going to be beheaded and sewn up with the, with their dead pets and paraded around. Which was another thing in the beginning of the finale that it was just it just it just chilled me was when Arya saw watched them with uh, with Rob's like his body on yeah. the horse and they had they had his wolf's uh, uh, head yeah. on on him and it was just it's like oh I'm the king of the north and I'm like that's ah that's just so it's heartbreaking yeah um he, yeah that was yeah uh, it was so chilling. Yeah, and uh, I should uh, I should totally mention that I, I got a kick out of this. Uh, oh, I wanted to. Um, uh, I got a kick out of this because there was a scene where um, Rob is talking to his wife, and he's like, um, he, they're talking about like, oh yeah, I know what I'm gonna name the kid. I'm gonna name him Eddard, and we're gonna name him Eddard, and you can teach little Ned how to how to ride a horse and I thought that I, I saw people commenting on this on, on Facebook or on uh, on the internet. It was amazing that they managed to kill Sean Bean twice in that series. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen that. Right. That's terrible, but it's yeah, hilarious. I wish I could take credit for that, but I just can't. So if you made that comment online and you're listening to this, good job. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, That's pretty crazy. But if if you will for a moment, I would like to cut away for a second and just say that I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip here in a second. That it's this is this was my exact reaction to watching the Red Wedding. Like this <laughs> this this uh, clip from MacGruber is the perfect perfect uh, response. This is the perfect uh, personification of what I went through in my mind. No 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 no. Tag, tag, you guys okay? Oh, somebody's got to be in there. Oh, oh, call 911. Call 911. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> See? Yeah, that was just, it was just perfect. <laughs> call 911. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, <laughs> or whatever the equivalent of it, equivalent is of nine one one. Right, call the maesters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow! But yeah, that was it. Was just a brutal episode, and just uh. yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, mm-hmm. as I've been 
reading the series and watching the series, um, right. I've been sort of mapping out in my head how I want everything to play out. Okay. Um, like, just where I want the characters to go. Have you been doing that at all, or, like, thought um, about that? A little bit. I've <laughs> Since, I mean, throughout the whole way, I've been thinking, like, different things about how I want things to play out, and none of them's been, none of them have been right. <laughs> the, uh, I, I do take solace in the fact that now that the Red Wedding's happened, I'm sure that no other major character is going to get killed off. I think that he uh, George R. R. Martin did his did his thing there, so it's nice that I can know that no one else is going to die. It's so all sunshine and daisies from exactly. here. Exactly. Sansa's going to get her dream fairy tale. Arya's going to I don't know become a hunter or something. Or... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's going to go to preschool or something. But no, I know that I know that it's just it's going to be brutal from here on out. And I and that's another thing that I I loved about the Red Wedding was that. Like, you can't be a noble character in Westeros or you're going to get knocked down. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, they're all very mercurial people and, um, mm-hmm. those are the ones that survive. It's like, it's like what, um, Littlefinger was saying in the clip before, uh, that start, kicked off this episode. Um, it's, uh, chaos is a ladder and there, everyone's climbing it and, you know, you have to be fierce to climb it or what, I don't know if that applies, but to yeah. answer your question from two, two, three hours ago, <laughs> um, I don't know where I'd like to see it go. I, I had like some ideas going into book two. I just thought like, okay, well, Joffrey's going to get killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that, I thought that the entire book two slash season two was going to be, just them going after Joffrey and then someone killing Joffrey and then mm-hmm. claiming the throne, but that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice because uh, Joffrey isn't my king. Um, <laughs> I didn't vote for Joffrey, but um, anyway, yeah, I, and I, I'm glad that he's still around because he's a fascinating character. He I mean, really is. He's a little bit of a sociopath and little psychopath bit. just a little bit you know i mean he has his hobbies he has his crossbow every every kid needs a toy every kid wants um, to kill hookers yeah I mean, you know yeah you know this is part of life yeah <laughs> um but yeah and it's it's gonna be interesting because i have no idea i have no clue what's gonna happen yeah um i don't know either but i i've been thinking about it pretty much from the get-go i've what i what i would like to see is i i, I think I'd like to see Daenerys win the throne, win the game, yes. if you will. Um, just because she's so awesome, and she, she's great. I, th- I think her, especially since Rob is gone now, right? Um, and the Starks are pretty much to the wind. I mean, they're still alive, but I don't see yeah. them retaining much power because they're all like four. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I think the next most, the most noble, next most noble person is Daenerys. And she's technically has has the divine right or whatever right. on her side, you know, because technically the Baratheon, uh, Bar- Robert Baratheon was a usurper. Yeah. If you if you want to be technical about it, but right. So technically, it is her throne, and yes. I would like to see her reclaim it. And and one of the ways I'd like to see that happen is uh, <laughs> since the since the Starks are kind of you know to the wind, right? And and Arya is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like her to eventually find um, Jack and Hagar from the first, the first season, and yes. you know, say save Alar Margolis, and then just yes. basically train with him to become like an amazing fighter, like almost an assassin, really. Oh yes, and then basically just go around and take her revenge on all the people that she wants to get revenge on. Yes, and kind of, oh, yes. and through that, basically become like 
become like the the right hand of of Daenerys. That would be amazing. Basically, be like her. I don't know. I don't know. Be be kind of like Jorah Mormont to her, but but control her her like her like uh, I don't know her dark ops, if yes. you will. <laughs> she could be her hound. Yeah, um, basically that, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Um, that's what I'd like to see happen. And I think Arya deserves that because yeah. she's gone through a lot. And I one of the th- I honestly one of the more tragic things about the Red Wedding was that that poor girl has like two, three, a bunch of new names to memorize. Um, True. Yeah, and they don't have, like, iPhones or anything that they can just make a note. Yet. Um, yet. <laughs> Who knows? They have dragons and spells and all that. Yeah. Um, but I have, a th- I have, I read this theory. I don't even know if I want to say it, because, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like it could be, like, for true. Well, now you have to say it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. This is, okay, I'm going to take this theory that I read online from, this is, like, two seasons ago, um, and I'm going to going to adapt it into my own vision of how I want the series to unfold or how I think that they would unfold if this theory ends up right. Daenerys storms King's Landing, takes down, slaughters everyone. She somehow, she's a, she seems to be a noble person now. She gets murdered. Wow. Yeah. Her dragons get killed, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, but then I want somehow, for there to be, this is going to sound, I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it. Okay. What if Jon Snow, what if it comes to light that his, he's, he's Ned Stark's bastard. Mm-hmm. What if it turns out that his mother is a Targaryen? Oh, wow. And he actually is, inherits the throne. Wow. Um, that would be crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Dang. I wish I could take credit for it. Somebody on like Reddit said it. So. <laughs> yeah. Or wow. actually I think it's a I think it's a pretty uh pretty popular theory. Yeah. Um but I just I just think that that could be that's that was the one thing that kind of ran through my mind while I was reading the first book. Mm-hmm. And I really like his his arc so far. Oh yeah. Um There isn't really a bad character arc in the I mean There really isn't. Yeah, they're um, all interesting, but yeah, he's great. I like him, you know, in, interacting with the wildlings and all that. Yeah, and oh yeah, like yeah. Um, I wish the the White Walkers, the yeah, yeah. I wish they'd hurry up and do their thing <laughs> because I mean, come on, we've they've been, been, kinda... they've been hinting at it for three seasons. Yeah, and they have gotten been. the taste of them, and I, I like the way the third season ended with the uh, uh, Stannis kind of kind of speaking and like kind of ominously yeah saying like like there's going to be stuff's going to go down and they're they're going to need everybody or whatever it's going to be it's going to be i'm hoping that next season does like like really plays that out to where it's uh just all out war with the zombie thingies i agree that'd be awesome Zombie thingies is the technical term for the White Walkers, by the way. It's it's sanctioned by George R. R. Martin. Yes. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that pretty much uh, all you had in mind or anything? Uh, I'm sure I could probably dig up some other things, but I mean, I don't know. We could save it for another episode. We probably can, because yeah. we'll, I mean, we keep talking about yeah. Game of Thrones. and This is only the third season, and they want to do, like, what, three or four more? Yeah, that's another thing that I thought was interesting, is that I, I stopped reading the second book a third of the way through it just because I wanted to just hurry up and watch the shows because I was afraid of getting spoiled. Um, and one of the things that I really like is that I read this this kind of how they have it mapped out to go seven seasons. Mm-hmm. And this is contingent on George R. R. Martin actually writing the last two books. <laughs> but 
they basically because I guess it's interesting because season or book four and book five. Do you know anything about the about the storytelling of them? Yeah, I think it's um, what I'd heard is that they basically take place at the same time. Yeah, but, but from it, different perspectives. Right, they follow different characters in each book. Yeah, and what I find interesting about like I like a lot of people hate it. <laughs> I, I I liken it to uh, the Dark Tower and how Stephen King took book four and made it. Um, all a flashback to Roland's childhood and all character development. And like people got really mad about that because they, uh, cause they waited years for that. But I mean, we're here in the present mm-hmm. in the past for you listeners, but, <laughs> um, and I mean, that's been written. So it's there for us to consume. So I don't have a problem with that. Um, I'm not going to wait like four years to read the fifth book. Um, or, you know, who knows I might, cause I procrastinate a lot, <laughs> but, I just think that that's a fascinating way to tell a story. That is, Um, yeah. And assuming that the story is actually really well, like really thematically awesome Mm -hmm. um, and worth reading twice, I I think I'd really, I'm really interested in reading both, um, both perspectives. I think that's cool. And what I think, what I like about it is that they want to go seven seasons and they can easily do that because they've split book three up into seasons three and four and they can make season five, like an extended season. And, uh, basically have that books four and five yeah and then from there yeah and then from there they, that that can be them course correcting things and then the last two books can be each season of of the show and then boom you're done yeah i um, like that That's, yeah that'd be interesting to see oh yeah just don't kill anybody else dude i mean seriously <laughs> anybody awesome anybody yeah else. kill walter frey and Roose bolt yeah that's the name right Roose bolton Roose bolton yes yeah. uh and yeah most of the lannisters of the, <laughs> yeah <they're> awful yes <laughs> That's another thing, as a quick aside before we go, um, Tyrion, I really liked his, I don't know, I can't remember if I mentioned it 41 minutes ago, but, <laughs> within the past 41 minutes, um, or however much time is in editing, because I mean, we'll probably edit out a lot of crap, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, like that, but um, I just like his evolution as a character from from Blackwater Bay, from that that episode, can we talk about that for a moment? <laughs> the the Battle of Blackwater Bay was just amazing. Yeah, it was. And the way that it ended, I had no idea what was going to happen. And then I see Tyrion get sliced. Oh. And it was just like a, a friend of ours sent me a text after she saw it. And she was like, oh, the, 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 half, man, the half man died. <laughs> and I was like... I was just I was like yeah, that's a great way to end an episode. <laughs> I can't tell you if he's dead or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. But he's Tyrion Lannister. He's never going to die. I'm going to go on record right now and say that Tyrion Lannister is never going to die. This is for you, George. If yes. you kill him, if you kill him, you, you will you will incur our wrath. Yes. You will pay the iron price. Yes. <laughs> you just threatened a person on the <laughs> Damn right I did. <laughs> and that's the person that's not going to be a guest after an episode. Every Is episode. The FBI at the door? I think so, the NSA. <laughs> um, yeah. But what I think I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that, the show's good. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> HBO could, could go somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they, they might have some things in the works. Yep. So, Tiny, you want to count us out? Yep. Uh, Thanks for listening today, everybody, especially on this special episode. Um, If you're looking for more, check out the website, uh, obsessiveviewer.com. You can check our backlog, uh, backlogged episodes of the podcast. We've got three of them so far. Um, And then you can follow both of us on Twitter, at obsessiveviewer for Matt, and at obsessivetiny for me. And, uh, 
thanks for listening in. That's yeah. it. All right. And I would like to just add, um, if you have any comments or feedback or anything like that, or if you have suggestions for episodes or you just want to talk to us because we get lonely, <laughs> um, you can shoot us an email at ovpodcast at gmail.com. And also, I've been editing uh, – I've been doing some editing work for houseofgeekery.com if you want to check that out. Uh, it's a pretty cool website. Just all things geek related is uh, covered there. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. for listening, guys. And who are you? The proud Lord said that I must bow so low. Only a cat of a different coat. That's all the truth I know. And a coat of gold, a coat of red. A lion still has claws And mine are long and sharp, my lord As long and sharp as yours And so he spoke, and so he spoke That lord of Castamere But now the ring we bore his heart with no one there to hear. Yes, now the rings we bore his heart and not a soul to hear. Oh, to hear.